This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, so where are you when it comes to Facebook? I'm not a fan. And you got to wonder, you know, are they the creators of all this social justice hysteria that we are now confronted with like every second of every day? Because there is absolutely no question the social media giant is a massive influencer. But are they actually then creating and feeding into the division and anger that we seem to be drowning in these days? I mean, ask around. Everyone just seems so bloody angry all the time. I'm angry. No. Um. A former Facebook engineer by the name of Brian Amarish has resigned from the company. He walked out on Friday and he let his thoughts be known, writing a memo saying that the company has a very small but vocal minority that is very determined to implement social justice policies across the whole platform. Isn't that nice? And so that's the reason my days are numbered. I'm barely on it anymore because to me it's just like, You can't say anything without being yelled at. But this is just the first complaint against Facebook. They've been hammered by negative uh, headlines. But here's Brian on the atmosphere over at Facebook. Trying to draw lines around what's acceptable and what's offensive or too offensive, you know, I think it's dangerous and it's impractical. Um, you know, it's 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 impossible to define what something like hate speech is, and it's even right. harder to implement it and enforce it, sort of at Facebook scale. Uh, and, and to your point, like you know, this is core to what the mission of the company is. And you know, I think it's a huge strategic misstep uh, for a company whose product's primary value uh, is to promote free expression, um, is, is trying to draw these lines. Imagine that. What started out as like a social experiment has now turned into a social nightmare. And now they've got all sorts of like data breaches. Shareholders are now starting to make noise. They want Mark Zuckerberg gone because they believe that the, the company's just lost its way. And now, now, today we learn that, yes, the company has started its own war room to prevent what it says uh, is political interference and to stamp out what it decides is fake news. Not what is fake news, what it decides. So you're going to have like 10 millennials deciding what is okay for you to consume on Facebook. All these little social justice warriors. And uh, it's up to them if they silence you. So my days may have been numbered on Facebook, but I'm pretty sure they're over. Let's bring in David Shipley to this conversation. He's our global news radio technology and security expert. Um, Bring him into the conversation. Are we looking at the demise of Facebook? Let's talk to him now. David, there's been an awful lot of negative headlines coming out of Facebook. I mean, shareholders want Mr. Zuckerberg gone because they feel like there's too much, you know, um, propaganda coming out, too much political misinformation. And then we have get this story from a, a former engineer who essentially says, look, it's a social justice kind of social platform. Where do you see it? 
Well, I think uh, Facebook's going through some some awful growing pains, and and the bill has come due with becoming both one of the world's largest telecommunications provider and also one of the world's largest news platforms. And you know they're being run by folks who don't have any experience in journalism, who don't have sort of editorial judgment. They haven't benefited from the the decades that helped shape radio and television, um, and now they're they're really struggling with all of this stuff. And you know manipulation by nation states is one very real issue we've seen. And then how do you deal with people online who are bigots or um, are spreading hateful things or inaccuracies? And, and what's your role? Should you even be doing that? So, you know, in one case, they, they turned on this big money-making machine and they've made billions and then they realized, oh, there's a price to be paid. Yeah, which is interesting because when Facebook first started, it was very fun. It was like catching up with high school chums. It was a way to look at um, everyone else's life and share thoughts and ideas. But it has evolved into something much different than I think what Mr. Zuckerberg had expected or, um, you know, the original idea. Absolutely. And this always happens with technology. We we invent things without fully realizing all the consequences. I mean, you know, the uh, the inventor of dynamite went on uh, and explosives went on to found the Nobel Prize at a regret for what was supposed to be an engineering tool became, you know, a weapon. Um, and Facebook has become a weapon in some respects. And, you know, uh, it, it's a very difficult space. It's, it's not a great space for public commons, you know, for people to have mature adult discussions about important topics and and it can fall victim to all kinds of different biases right so how do then you know because today they announced they're opening you know their own war room so now they've put together this war room where they say you know they're going to put this team together to stamp out interference you know uh you know the russian chinese spying stuff and stamp out what they decide is fake news but again these people are young millennial types uh what are they to decide and who are they to decide what is fake news and, you know, what to stamp out? That, to me, is they're taking their own stance of what they decide they want out there. Absolutely. And it's one thing if um, people sign up for a service with a particular political bent. People that watch Fox News generally understand that Fox takes a certain certain bent on things. People that watch MSNBC are the same. But when you sign into Facebook, you didn't necessarily pick a particular editorial lens. Um, and so it's going to be really interesting. And it's, I think it's part of the balkanization of online. You know, 20 years ago, we talked about the Internet. We talked about this giant unifying force. And I don't know, for the last two years, I've certainly been watching it split more and more people um, into smaller and smaller tribal groups. And whether it's uh, left-wing, right-wing, social justice person, or, or all this different stuff and labels that we have, it, it certainly doesn't seem to be bringing people together anymore. Yeah, we're having a little bit of trouble with your uh, phone, but I do know you're overseas, so just uh, bear with us, listeners. But um, we're talking to David. Uh, she'll be about this whole Facebook, um, you know, the controversies that just seem to build and build and build. So then how do they fix this? Because i got to be honest, my days with Facebook are over. I don't like it now. I don't want to think that someone's silencing my views because they may not like them. And I've just lost trust in in the site. And to be honest, it's just too darn angry. Like you said, everybody is, it's almost created this angry world, the noise that we hear. Yeah, I I don't, I mean, I'm sure if I had the... uh easy answer for this. If there was an easy answer, I could I could get a big check from Facebook tomorrow. But I think um, they're 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 due for some soul searching. And I and I think you know we have.
him making billions of dollars providing this technology, what do we expect of them? You know, and, and what are the rules of the road? Are they are they news organizations? Should we treat them like that? Or should we treat them like cell phone companies that just provide the, the medium? So, you know, it's an important discussion. I think it's Facebook's bad year is, I can't imagine much worse happening, mm-hmm. but it's not going to get better in the short term. And, it, and I think there's that, that issue of fatigue. I think people are tired of, of seeing the negativity. Um, so I'm not sure where this is going to land. I think Facebook has put off trying to do editorial judgment because they didn't want to deal with this. But um, unfortunately, now they have to. And, um, you know, it, it, and it's critical. It's going to be interesting in Canada where you've got a, an election campaign next year. You know, uh, how well we, we see the news reflected now through Facebook, you know, how is that going to be impacted by their editorial team? Well, unless they're regulated somehow, like the TV and radio industry is like, you know, we can't just go out and say whatever we want. Um, but they have absolutely no parameters. There's nothing that they can't do. And until that changes, I just don't understand how they expect to, you know, not burn themselves out or inevitably do themselves in. Oh, I, I think you're right. I think, you know, I think they're they're at potentially a Hindenburg moment, right? You know, so we've got this revolutionary technology that also has this explosive force associated with it, and they haven't figured out fully how to do that safely. And and so, you know, uh, yeah, it's 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 just going to be ugly. And uh, maybe something new will be born from this that's uh, that's been ready for for this thing because no one had built a Facebook before, mm-hmm. and, and as you said, it's it's evolved into something no one really intended. Um, but I think a lot of people are leaving for a lot of different reasons, and you know it's probably going to be a really tough next twelve months for Zuckerberg. And you got to wonder how much more he wants to sit in that job and and deal with all this stuff. So do you don't think he'll survive this? I mean, is it is it conceivable that he would just have to walk away? I mean, they've had so many scandals just with the security, with data breaches, with obviously data being scammed from from users. They've had hit after hit after hit, and and maybe it'll be the primaries in a couple of weeks that kind of might be the final straw if they get, you know, caught doing something that, you know, was manipulated by bots, who knows. But is he going to survive this or does he eventually have to go? I I wonder, I wonder two things. I, I don't think they can survive another scandal in the next uh, six months in, in terms of not having a major leadership shakeup, um, given the pressures they're under. So they're under obvious pressure to, to, to deal with this issue. Um, but you got to wonder, too, if the guy sitting on the amount of money that he's worth, mm-hmm. how much longer would you stay in that job? Oh, God, I, mean, uh, I would have been gone years ago, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it, and it's gonna, it, it, all I can say is it's going to be a thankless task to figure out what Facebook three looks like, three um, but but it's certainly in the in it's a terrible two stage now, right? And so inevitably, you just have to keep telling people don't trust them for their news judgment. I mean, you have to get multiple sources if you want to actually get some balance to, to what you're seeing, um, because at this point, I don't even know who's saying what to me or if it's even a human. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think we really need to, and I've stressed this before, we need to be talking to Canadians, particularly as we head into an election, about, okay, here's how you critically think about news sources. Here's, you know, uh, have a balanced news diet. Don't just use one news source. You know, look 
uh, critically at different suppliers. Don't just be, you know, one radio station or one TV or, or those type of things. You know, consume critically and think about these issues and, and also challenge yourself. Sometimes it's healthy to break out of your, your thinking about uh, political issues and say, well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see it from the other side. And we don't do that enough um, because if all you do is you get into an echo chamber of news or other people, then you're really easy to manipulate online. And so ultimately, I mean, Facebook uh, has been bigger than Twitter, had more influence than Twitter. Will Twitter then just follow suit? Uh, because it's it's also, it, it is a terrible, terrible world. Oh, I, yeah, I think uh, Twitter has Twitter has succumbed to some of the worst sort of tendencies when it comes to, you know, this absolutism on free speech and mm-hmm. people saying vile, hateful, awful things. It's, a, it's an awful place for women to be. Um, and, and so... You know, and and they really haven't got a handle on on dealing with those issues. Um, so you know, it, it, it's if if Facebook is the Hindenburg, you know, Twitter is the Titanic, right? <laughs> it's taken on water. It's it's not a pretty scene. And and maybe out of both of these transportation tragedies, online analogies, you know, we'll see the proper regulations and thinking about things so that we can benefit from these uh, technological improvements, but in a safe way that's transparent and. And, and actually benefit society. Stay tuned. I got to be honest. I think life without social media would not necessarily be a bad thing. Maybe inconvenient, I but not a bad thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think you might be onto something. David, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I've kept you up past your bedtime. So cheers. Have a good night. You too. Take care. That is David Shipley uh, joining us tonight. I honestly, I'm at the point now where I, I just, social media has, I think it's really why everyone's just so angry all the time. It's like sticking your head in an open drum of sewage and just taking a big, deep breath. And then bees flying and sting you all over. And you get nothing out of it. Nothing. I don't see how it's made the world a better place. You literally, you know my sense of humor. I'm a jerk, but I'm not a jerk. But you can't, literally, my sense of humor does not go over at all on Twitter. Can't say anything. (laughs) It's sunny out today. (laughs) It's going to rain later. (laughs) I had dinner last night. I like steak. Anyway, you're on point. This is Global News Radio.